From the KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson. I had a discussion with Jeff Brand about legislative policies. Well, how are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing well. How are you, Rob? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, I know uh, there's a few things on your plate right now, so uh, I just wanted to get right into it, if that's okay with you. Yes, let's go. What do you have? All right, so um, Frederick called the other day, and we talked about the bonding bill and a little bit about EV infrastructure as well. Do you have any updates on anything uh, you're working on in particular with those issues? Um, The bonding bill, you mean? Yeah, for infrastructure. Yeah, so this year at the legislature, of course, is the bonding year. Uh, last year was a non-traditional year for bonding. It was it was a funding um, budgetary type of a year, but we did spend a couple of billion dollars on bonding across the state of Minnesota, basically because you know the previous legislature didn't act on bonding. They didn't actually do a lot uh, in that previous biennium, and so we were left with a lot of money and a lot of need across Minnesota. Unfortunately, some of those projects increased in price. Well, here we are in 2024, and a lot of those projects are now off the decks and so we can have a conversation about new budgetary priorities. I don't think we'll be able to spend as much money as last year um, in the budget of the bonding budget, I should say. But we do have about, you know, a little south of a billion dollars worth of considerations, I think, for this year that we might be able to spend. And given given mind, there's about $7 billion worth of requests. And so um, I know that there's a lot of need for things like clean water. In Eagle Lake, of course, they've got a manganese problem. And so Representative Frederick and Senator Frentz and I are working on some legislation for them. I've got some needs in my district for things like casual park upgrades. We've got a lot of interest in our community. It's an added benefit to have something like that. And so I'll be fighting for that second phase of casual park in their, in their sporting complex. South Central College has a $6 million request for renovations to their college campus. So that way they can train you know professionals that we desperately need in greater Minnesota, like EMS, um, like dental hygienists like surgery technicians, like welders. That is, I think, one of the highest priority pieces of legislation that MMB has for the college's campuses. Bike trail between Mankato and St. Peter along Highway 22. Um, If we can get the funding this year, we can dovetail that in with the road reconstruction that'll take place in 2024 and 2025. And then, of course, there's there's smaller projects, too, like Gorman Park in St. Peter. The tremendous playground has reached the end of its life. It's time to rethink accessibility and how children play. They don't play the same way, and, and the needs are different than they were 25 years ago. And so this is an opportunity to provide amenities to that community as well. And I noticed there um, has been sort of a broad coalition advocating for expanded housing lately uh, and removing zoning restrictions, and that's caused some friction with municipal groups. Is, that, is there anything you're involved with uh, as far as housing is concerned? Yes, um, it is providing a lot of friction, and it's unfortunate that we have to have these discussions without really having the discussions with members of our own caucus first. This is just one example of that. You know, I think it's a well-intentioned piece of legislation. But what I'm telling my metro and suburban colleagues is that at the end of the day, we need to provide cities with the opportunities to decide for themselves what's best for their communities. And by kind of deregulating all these things and changing things and taking away local control away from how we build our city and how we keep our community going forward, I think that's actually going to be a bad strategy. My take on this is if you want to do something like this, focus on doing this in the metro area, but leave all of the tools in the toolbox for our greater Minnesota cities because what happens in Wilmer and their needs might be a lot different than what our needs might be in St. Peter or Nick 
Nicollet or even Mankato for that matter. And so that's my message about that issue. Uh, do you have any updates on uh, cannabis law changes or updates on anything related to that law? You know, I'm not uh, on any of the committees that would really deal with that. That's more of a commerce and health committee um, kind of a situation. Sure. I haven't uh, followed any bills that have been introduced that have substantive changes yet. Um, in speaking with the author of the bill, though, he did welcome changes if we had them. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that we will probably have some modifications to that bill by the end, but it's kind of too early to tell yet. Sure. Our revisor's office is kind of backlogged right now, and unfortunately, so a lot of legislation that I've got is already out there, but uh, some people are still authoring things, and, and the folks that actually um, put ideas into the fine print, of uh, the legal uh, speak that a lot of bills have, does take uh, some time for those folks to put that together, and so um, right now there's kind of a backlog. So there might be some more legislation coming soon. This is Robert Lawson. We'll be right back with the second part of the interview. I noticed that you said on a few different committees, uh, it says you're the vice chair of the Workforce Development Finance and Policy Committee, Taxes Committee, Transportation Finance and Policy, Environmental and Natural Resources Finance and Policy Committee. Uh, are there any other committees you sit on? And uh, what what do you do in those committees? Yeah, well, I'm also um, on the EMS Task Force Committee as well. Uh, and so that committee is tasked with figuring out how to resolve the crisis we have, especially in greater Minnesota when it comes to EMS. Unfortunately, we're losing a lot of folks in the 30 to 40 year of age category, which is kind of a disappointment because you think about the volunteers that we have now and the people who are in EMS and they're getting silver hair and are having a harder time lifting things, you know, like people in stretchers. And so we need to, we need to have younger people to kind of backfill and allow those other volunteers to age out and retire. And it's becoming incredibly difficult. I know a lot of them have expressed to me that they feel burnout, that they're that they're feeling like there's no way out. And, and that's kind of difficult because we want to make sure that our communities are going strong and definitely our EMS professionals are a building block to, to making strong communities happen. I'm uh, on the tax committee. Right now I'm working on a variety of issues. Um, I'm still waiting for some legislation to come out to uh, address some of the concerns of small businesses that are facing, small businesses that are starting up. And then also I'm working on some resources to provide greater Minnesota uh, communities uh, with the opportunity to talk about succession with their business owners. Now, succession, of course, is uh, an HBO uh, TV series and has become kind of a hot topic when we talk about who's going to take over a business. And right now, we don't do a very good job of talking about who's going to take that over um, when a good business in our community is going, but the, the people who own it want to maybe do something else. And so succession planning, honestly, I look at it as job preservation. We talk about job creation all the time, but another facet that we really should spend some more time and resources on, I think, is job succession as well. So in the workforce committee, I'll be kind of dealing with that too, as well as, you know, dislocated workers, workers that need to have some more job training and skilling and that sort of thing. We'll be focusing on that too in that committee from my standpoint. Over in the Environment and Natural Resources Committee, I think we're going to be providing a little bit more oversight on both the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency and the Department of Natural Resources because we spent a lot of money last year and we want to make sure that that money is getting out where it needs to go and doing the things that we set out as a legislature to pay for. And so we'll be providing that oversight there. And then on the Transportation Committee, I'll be honest with you, um, we spent a lot of money on roads and bridges and stuff like that, but we could always use a little bit more funding. So I'll be working on ways to find money for local bridges, a local road to support our townships more. Last year, I authored a bill to fund our townships with some funding for the first time ever. Um, Unfortunately, that was tied to the delivery 
delivery fee, and I think they over-forecasted what the delivery fee was actually going to bring. And so we're going to have to talk about maybe doing some supplemental funding for our townships as well. Because a lot of listeners that you have understand it just like I do too. A township road, the first mile of a load of grain is on a township road. You know, we want to get those loads of grain to the market. That's what we rely on those township roads to to be safe and operational. And, you know, I think that they need to be working too. And so at the end of the day, we'll be focusing on that as a legislature too from my standpoint. Anything you'd like to add? Well, uh, I think next time we talk, you know, we could spend and probably some uh, some time talking about the issues that, that pop up throughout the week. But, you know, educa- education is one of those things that's important to us. Of course, there's five colleges, universities in our backyard in Greater Mankato, but also maybe we could focus a little bit of time throughout this year on uh, child care and housing and our EMS because those are the three things I think in Greater Minnesota that we have to focus on this year at the legislature. All three of those things are in crisis and we need to do something about that too. So education, housing, and child care will be some definite uh, themes of our next conversation continuing on here. Super. Oh, one other thing I should add, because I've been getting some emails about this lately. There is a, a piece of legislation, but let's just say legislation in general. People can author a piece of legislation for whatever reason to say whatever they want or to do whatever they want to do. But at the end of the day, when a piece of legislation comes out that is very controversial, and it kind of catches a lot of members by surprise, and really we don't have any idea of what it means to support a piece of legislation like this. Um, I just would caution people not to get too excited about a piece of legislation like the Sanctuary State Bill. I am confident it will not pass the House or the, the Senate. I'm confident it won't be passed into law. But, you know, I think we have to have some more conversations in our communities. I was caught off guard as a legislator myself. I didn't have adequate time in the interim between last session and this session to have super substantive conversations with our law enforcement community, our schools, our county social workers, because it's not our job as a state to talk about immigration. That's a federal issue. And I really do believe that that our federal government really needs to figure that out. And I want to um, call them out in the accountability space that our feds really need to start focusing on, you know, our, our immigration policy and reform. I'm really disappointed at the federal level. They were this close to passing something, and then all of a sudden they just did a 180 and, and kind of choked on the on the very bill that they were trying to work out a deal on. It sounded like it was going to be a major step forward for immigration. Um, you know, I think that's just, it's a challenge we have and something we have to face, but it's not my purview as a state legislator. That's a federal issue. All right. Well, there we have it. I appreciate your time, like always, uh, Mr. Jeff Brand. And uh, with that, I'll uh, bid you a farewell for today. Okay. You have a great day. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye now. Bye, Rob.